the blind stares of a million pairs of eyes looking hard but won't realize that they will never see the pee. <laughs> Yes, sir. We're back at it. This is Brad Ward. This is All Eyes on Cleveland, the podcast with a very new special edition, the quick hits edition of the show. Going to be with you just here for five, ten minutes. Hit on the hot topics of the day. Get in and out. Make sure that we uh, keep you apprised of everything going on. Trying something new here. Hope you enjoy it. Start getting excited. And there it is, Mikey on the ones and twos, doing his thing as usual. And you are listening to All Eyes on Cleveland, Quick Hits Edition. I am Brad Ward. Going to hit some things here tonight uh, quickly, hence the name Quick Hits Edition. Uh, Get in and out, get you some information uh, that... You know, I've been tweeting about uh, hot topics of the day, stuff that has come up that I wanted to hit on. Uh, it'll be quick, five, ten minutes of your time. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Um, and then, you know, Thursday, we'll be back to our regular length podcast as Eric Metcalf will be the guest. And then next week, we're going to have Josh Keatley on on Thursday, and he's going to run down as he has been doing profiles on all of the UDFAs uh, for the Browns. We're going to have him on and have him uh, lend some of that knowledge and get into who some of these guys are. we got some high-profile UDFAs like A.J. Green, uh, not the wide receiver, the defensive back from Oklahoma State, who, uh, you know, actually the Browns paid – uh, a good sum for a signing bonus, actually, after the draft to come to camp. Uh, and there's some other guys in there, really like the running back from uh, Georgia, Hareen. I think that Hareen, Hareen, I am not quite sure how to pronounce that, but uh, like him as well. Um, and Keatley's going to get into that with us. You can catch All Eyes on Cleveland, the regular length show, or the quick hits edition. Uh, at all of your favorite uh, podcast platforms, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, we're on uh, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, uh, all of those, as well as the web page, um, which is uh, Um We're also on uh, Player FM. Let me make sure I hit all these here. Uh, and uh, radio, I said radio.com. It's uh, one of my favorites. You can always uh, go back and listen to shows that already occurred on the radio, which is what I like about that app. Uh, but certainly, uh, we can get into things right away here. So I've been posting the last two days. Uh, I listened to Chris Sims. Um, 
Sometimes agree with him, sometimes don't. Uh, he has been talking on his Unbuttoned show on NBC Sports um, about his top 40, which he does every year. Top 40 quarterbacks in football. So I was looking at last year where they had him at 17, and I listened to his show last Thursday, and uh, he ended up with Sam Darnold at 23 to finish the show, and I said, all right, I'm looking at this, trying to figure out where he's going to have Mayfield. I said, went out on Twitter and posted my prediction that he would be have him at 21, and that's exactly where he had him. I thought he would have him behind Derek Carr, although he did have Daniel Jones at 23, uh, and then uh, Mayfield at 21. Really good things he had to say about him, though. Uh, so Sims goes into this uh, 21. He's like, you know, I know he had a, a, a bad season numbers-wise, um, but here's what I see when I watch the film. He, he makes a lot of game-changing throws. He's phenomenal on the run, and he says he has one of the 10 best arms in the sport. Um, he said he feels he can do exactly what Cousins did in this offense with Stefanski, um, but at a higher level. So lots of confidence in his arm, uh, makes a lot of game-changing throws, phenomenal on the run. Um, the weapons he talks about in Cleveland is greater than what they had in Minnesota. On paper, they're a top five, top eight offense, he said, talking about the Browns. So really good stuff there. They posed him a question. Uh, if you had a chance to work with Joe Burrow as a rookie quarterback or Mayfield, uh, coming off of last year, who would you want to work with? Sim said Mayfield with the weapons. Uh, and he actually got into one of the narratives that I have talked a lot about uh, is that, you know, this make-or-break-it year that everybody wants to frame Mayfield in. I don't see that. Uh, he's the number one overall pick. And I think that with everything that he's endured for offensive coordinators, three seasons, you know, two seasons, now it'll be four and three uh, this year, um, that you have to give him more time. Uh, even if he doesn't have a spectacular, spectacular pardon me, year this year. Um, he said the same thing. Uh, he said, if, it doesn't, if he doesn't have a great year, uh, you got to draft another quarterback. Are you fucking kidding me? Was his exact quote. Are you fucking kidding me? Give the guy a chance. He's the number one overall quarterback. I agree 100%. I hate that narrative, make or break it year. I think he's going to have a really good year. I also post on Twitter. I think he'll have him in the top 15 come next year. So something to keep an eye on there. Uh, you can listen to the show. It's about 10 minutes along where he talks about the Browns in Mayfield. It's really good. Uh, that's Chris Sims unbutton. Check it out. Uh, can um, said he can some of the negatives, right? Uh, sometimes he, you know, he has that great arm, but he uses it when he doesn't need to. He throws the ball too hard, not enough touch. Uh, thinks he can um, attempt to once again, like all guys with big arms like that, Rogers, other guys like that, are guilty of the same thing. He said his aggressiveness, right? He thinks he can squeeze it in anywhere. Um, what he would do if he was the coach, that this was interesting. Show him a tape of his interceptions last year. A, show him the egregious ones first. This is just, just a bad decision. Egregious, terrible interception. Show him the ones you can live with. Tip balls, ones guys dropped off their hands, 
throws that were in the right place, the right decision, uh, just maybe a couple, you know, inches off one way or the other, bad luck, whatever it be. Show them the ones you can live with. And then C, throw them the ones, the lastly, throw them the ones that were self-inflicted. So the guy is open, the play has worked, or you made the right read, but you just missed the player for whatever reason. What are we doing here? Uh, why did we throw this so hard? Why are we trying to do this? You know, this guy's here. The self-inflicted wounds. Is, I thought that was an interesting, egregious, the ones you can live with, and then the self-inflicted ones. Uh, that's where he said he would start with them. Um, said he can throw the ball, you know, like not as good as Mahomes, but like Mahomes, off balance, in the pocket. His feet can be all kind of all over the place, and that's one of his talents is that he, he can still muscle up and throw the ball, get it downfield, and throw it accurately at times. But sometimes the pocket's clean and he doesn't have to, and he'll still have his feet all cockamamie and throw the ball like that. Another interesting point, and one that I would agree with wholeheartedly after watching Mayfield last year. So there's your positives, your negatives. He was more positive than negative, had him at 21. I uh, I see why. Uh, I wouldn't have Carr in front of him, and he's, I believe he, I think he has Carr in front of him today. So, uh, But the interesting stuff there, uh, worth noting, worth talking about, uh, here on All Eyes on Cleveland, Quick Hits Edition. Uh, I am Brad Ward. Other two things wanted to th- hit on real quick, um, as there have been a couple articles coming out of the NFL Analysis Network, I believe it is. Uh, let's let's get this right so that we can uh, make sure we're doing that. Yeah, so um, articles coming out of... Uh, yeah, NFL analysis network anal- anal- analysis. Pardon me, Lord. Of all 32 teams in the league, uh, NFL free agency 2020 four ideal landing spots for a um, edge. Marcus Golden. The Browns are on the list uh, as the first team. Uh, Marcus Golden had 10 sacks for the Giants last year. Uh, the Browns still have $37.2 million uh, left in cap room. Um, a lot of people go to that quickly. My thing with that is just, let's see. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, they talk about Javian Clowney in the article, but then they bring up that Marcus Golden would be an incredible fit. I mean, if you could run out Garrett, Olivier Vernon, Adrian Claiborne, and Golden, what a lethal uh, front that would be with depth. Um, I would agree. He played in a 3-4 defense, but um, still think that he would be a good addition in Cleveland here. Uh, So they're talking about a guy with 10-plus sacks, and you would only want to sign him to a one-year prove-it deal. That's probably all he's going to get. The thing that's weird here is I believe he had, yeah he has a date uh, July twenty second. They used a unrestricted free or uh, yeah unrestricted free agent. Uh, I've never even heard of this before, but unrestricted free agent something on him, and uh, he so he only has till July twenty second um, to make a decision. Is that right? Let me make sure that's right here. I'm talking about this stuff. I want to make sure I get this right. Yeah, Marcus Golden. Um, Yeah, so last year, 10 sacks, 27 quarterback hits. That's extremely impressive. Uh, He was on a one-year prove-a-deal with the Giants, $3.7 million. 
yeah, a rare nature surrounding uh, his his time or his contract with um, the Giants utilized an unrestricted free agent tender, which we don't hear about very often. Uh, so the Giants will recoup a compensatory pick if he signs elsewhere. If he remains unsigned beyond July 22nd, he'll remain under contract with them next season. So kind of a weird situation there. So there is a clock on this for Marcus Golden, but a talented, talented player uh, that the Browns could have probably $5 million one year, $6 million one year, $7 million one year. I mean, that's that's uh, something they could do. That money's right back off the books. I, I would like that. I like the I like the idea of that. The other guy that they wrote about and included the Browns in uh, is uh, is surprised to see the article. I kind of did a double take, but Eric Berry, four ideal landing spots for Eric Berry. Uh, so Berry has not played, did not play last season at all, uh, and his last full season was in twenty sixteen. Um. He's 31 years old, so his age isn't necessarily an issue. The you know he has had a battle with cancer, uh, multiple injuries have kind of derailed his career. So that's where the missing playtime or you know time on the field comes from. Um, but he uh, also will be looking for a prove it deal. Here's the thing with Barry is. I'm okay. I get it. He would be a great leadership in the locker room, and I certainly wouldn't be mad at it, but it doesn't get me real uh, real hot hot in the pants here to go after Barry. Uh, I, I would like to see uh, what Carl Joseph can do at strong safety. I actually am more excited about that. So I wanted to hit on those two guys as they, you know, rumored here, as it says, Cleveland uh, has rumored to have some interest in Barry uh, I guess going more back to last year, I think, was when he was rumored to have uh, um, a connection with Kitchens more, I, I think. And, and they use that here is that he would have, well, here's here's what it says. Cleveland needs help at the safety position. They parted ways with Morgan Burnett, Demarius Randall this offseason. Barry would come in and have a great opportunity to earn an immediate starting job. I don't know about that. Uh, coming off of not playing at all, but either way, I, I like Carl Joseph. I'm high on him. I want to see what he can do. Obviously, Delpit, um, Sendejo, not so high on as the third safety. So I guess you know Barry coming in as the third safety, I could live and die with. But I'm not really so excited about this one. Um, he would be he would be a great leader. Would be the one thing is is that they're missing on that defense is some veteran leadership. He would be on a one year prove it deal, as I said, uh, and and there's no risk in, in it really. Low low uh, low risk, high reward deals here. But but the golden the Marcus Golden article perked my attention. Um, other guys out there, Akib Talib, uh, cornerback. Uh, they wrote about top five. Didn't have the Browns mentioned in there, but like the Chiefs, the Niners, some some good teams there. Maybe looking for his services, probably on a one-year deal. He's getting up there in age, but certainly can still play. Um, 
he would be a guy that you know potentially you could put on the field as a uh, you know an additional defensive back if the Browns uh, go that way I think they have enough there or they have what they like there uh, and I think they're going to ride that out with uh, their let's see one two three fourth defensive back being more like uh, Kevin Johnson at this point or your uh, maybe even your third defensive back um Jeff Risden talked about Kevin Johnson and how terrible he was with uh, the Texans, but coming off a really good year in Buffalo. So hit or miss on what he can do, former first-round talent there. So a couple of roster things there with the Browns that we wanted to hit here on All Eyes on Cleveland. Quick hits, you can catch all of our podcasts where all popular podcasts are found, iTunes, Speakers, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Player FM, Google Play, um, and uh, make sure that you uh, go ahead and listen to this. Eric Metcalf coming up on Thursday. I know you're going to love that one. Uh, favorite, he is my all-time favorite Browns player uh, as he, um, the two-point returns is my favorite game. Uh, going to love all of that. Uh, can't wait to talk with him. I'm sure he'll be smoking a big fat stove and we'll, we'll get into into it all uh there with uh eric uh and he's a great guy uh to lend his time to us but one of my favorite all time and one of my favorites to talk to as well um and then uh next week for sure josh keatley on thursday look for quick hits in between if anything comes up with your brownies or anything uh, pertinent that comes to my mind that I want to talk about. So there it is. Hope you enjoyed the first ever edition of All Eyes on Cleveland Quick Hits edition. Uh, We're going to get up and out of here right now. uh, And uh, enjoy your evening. Stay safe. For Mikey on the ones and twos, always doing his thing, I am Brad Ward, and we are out.